Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secrets of Marketers podcast, the only podcast you can rely on to give you real, raw, unfiltered marketing advice covering the latest tips, tricks, and tools that millionaire marketers use to make money online. I am your host, Jeremy Blossom. Sit back, relax, and let's start discovering the true secrets of marketers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Secrets of Marketers. I am your host, Jeremy Blossom, and today we are talking about the never-ending story, how to make sure you never run out of amazing content. I know firsthand that creating content can be really really, really hard. It can take a lot of time and sometimes the creative juices just aren't flowing and you feel like you have nothing to say. One of the most important things we can do as marketers is follow up with our prospects, with our leads, with people who are interested in the products and services that we have. In order to do that in an impactful way, we constantly want to try to drive value, keep interest And, of course, keep driving them to convert, to become a customer of yours. In order to do that, we need content, and not just any type of content. I would argue that most of your inboxes are flooded with content you don't care about. How can I tell that you don't care about it? Well, they go unread. They get pushed in your promotions tab, and you don't search to find them. They get put in your spam box, or they're in your inbox, and the first thing you do is check the box to the left of it, and hit archive or delete every single morning. Why is that? What is that content? It's content that you don't find valuable from a source that you may not find valuable, or maybe not something that would impact you today. Do you want your emails, do you want your social media posts to go into the I don't care, what is this for, into the abyss? Is your clients or your customers completely missing All this great stuff that you're telling them, probably not. They're probably not missing anything, hence why they're never opening it. So how do we create an environment where you are making content that is impactful, valuable, and something that someone actually wants to read? You have to come up with your never-ending story. What is a never-ending story? It is a big idea or concept that is so big that the stories technically will never end. They just keep coming. A great way to do this is in the if you want to look at the a niche that does this pretty well, it is in the trading and investing niche. There are people because the markets are always changing and always dynamic, right? That the headlines change all of the time. Apple does this, Apple does that. The Fed is going to do this, the Fed is going to do that. The S&P is up, the S&P is down. It sometimes can be hard to have a story narrative that can, can rise above the noise and the chaos of the markets. But what is a way that you can create a never ending story in such an environment? And by the way, every niche has something like that going on, right? In fashion, there's always a new thing happening or a new influencer doing this or pop culture saying that. And so there's a lot of noise out there. How do you get heard behind that? 
one of my favorite ways of creating a never-ending story, and I recommend having an arsenal of never-ending story ideas and concepts that you can use with your marketing plan that help keep your ideal clients, customers, and prospects engaged for the long haul of their relationship with you. The way to do one of those is to talk and celebrate the results that your customers, your current customers are getting. Meaning, are they making money from your trade recommendations that you're putting out? That is a never-ending story. A teacher from Omaha, 27 years old, just makes $5,000 off the last trade signal that XYZ newsletter just came out with. Are you missing out? Another way to do this is to try to weave in cultural events that you know your ideal customer is interested in that are outside of your niche. I'm going to stay in the vein of investing and trading here for a minute because I think this makes a really good point. The Masters is arguably the biggest event in golf. And in the trading and investing space, it's a predominantly male-oriented demographic, and they like sports. Specifically, if they're an investor, they have a tendency to be on the older side, and therefore they golf. So when the Masters is here and the frenzy on TV is Masters, why not try to dovetail the Masters into what you want to talk about? Because that's bleeding two things into one. Uh, A great easy way to do that is Tiger wins the Masters. Learn how this blah, 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 blah is like Tiger or if you like the ma- this is this opportunity is so green it's greener than the 13th hole at the Masters. Okay, the person's a little bit interest, interested. It's a different angle and you're incorporating something that they're already paying attention to. They're in that vein. So you can create these never-ending story concepts and themes where you can have really really amazing impactful content pieces that just come over and over and over again, results are one of those things that I think should be be talked about more. It kills a couple birds with one stone. It adds proof to everything that you're doing, which is a really, really important concept because proof lends itself to trust and people don't buy things they don't trust, right? So if you can provide proof that your service does this for people and you can show them other case studies of your service helping other people out, then that could be really, really impactful and really, really engaging. Other ways to do it is to incorporate humor into your never-ending stories. One of my favorite tricks or hacks in emails is to go to Giphy.com and use the Giphys that are there and incorporate them into my email campaigns. I just recently did one with Seinfeld, right? And Kramer is, has this expression that he used to do on the show that was giddy up. I can't do it nearly as well as Kramer can, of course, but there is a great meme and it's a gif. It's a movie meme and it has the words giddy up. And so I was promoting a new webinar that was coming out to launch a new product. And I had a great image of giddy up on a gif that repeated over and over and over right smack dab at the top of the email. When someone receives this email, it is interesting, it's different, it's breaking the the mold, so to speak, it's breaking, breaking the monotony of one email after the other, and it instantly provides that familiarity and ties something that they know and like into the message that I'm in. They're much more inclined to read and stay engaged when I am understanding what it is that they're looking for and what it is that they want to hear. I mean, honestly, just think about you. 
Think about yourself. What would you open? What would you read? What posts would you like? What posts would you share? That mixed with a nice, huge, huge concept that can provide these never-ending storylines for you is going to be a recipe for amazing content that is going to increase your engagement. And the more people, listen guys, the more people reading your stuff, the more eyeballs, the more attention you have, the easier it's going to be for you to sell something. Literally, it's that simple. And the, the case in point is the Kardashians, right? They're not experts at anything, nothing at all, yet one of them's worth over a billion dollars. Why? Because they're interesting, they're captivating, and they're different. And a lot of other people have tried to replicate who they are and tried to be who they are, but there's, they're, they're the only ones. They're the real McCoy, right? So whether you like the Kardashians or not like the Kardashians, you got to give them one thing is that they're definitely able to get attention and most importantly, keep that attention. What are you doing to get attention and to keep that attention? And then how can you tie that back into a never-ending story? How can you steal something that's happening in the market or in the world and parlay that into your product or service in a favorable way, in a way that your ideal customer or your ideal prospect just says, yeah, I get it. This is great. This person gets me. This all is much, much easier when you really spend time empathizing with your customers, with your audience, and speaking with your best customers, asking your best customers what they like. Okay, start there. Start with what are your customers like? What are your most valuable customers love? What are they opening? What emails? What subject lines? Pay attention to this stuff because this is where all the gold is happening. You'll find your best ideas. You'll find your best headlines listening and observing what your clients are interacting with on a day-to-day basis. That also means signing up for what your competitors are doing. You should, if you don't already, have a burner email account. And you should call this burner email account whatever you want, but sign up for all of your competitors. Every single newsletter that they have, sign up for their offers, and even buy their products and services. Buy as many as you possibly can so that you can understand what angles that they're using. What are they finding success in? What I found to be true is that the longer a campaign runs, the more successful it was. The longer the campaign runs, the more successful it was. You can't just take a campaign that you see and say, oh, I want to replicate this, or see an email or an idea, and, oh, I'm going to replicate it. Well, wait, 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 wait. Make sure that you see the longevity of it, and that's the kind of the double-edged sword. If it goes too long, then maybe what you do is, is old news, But if you can just reiterate and make it 1% better and 1% different, that 1% better and 1% different could make or break and could be the deciding factor on your successful content engagement plan. That's That right there is what I start with, is looking at what the competitors are doing. And then I understand, when I really empathize and understand my ideal customer, now I can start to think about the themes that they would like to pay, would like to pay attention to. Case in point, traders and investors tend to be sports fans. That's just that's just a fact. They just they they're they're predominantly male oriented, they're numbers driven, they're competitive, and they like to watch sports. And sports are one of those things that transcends politics and so many of the other things that are really, really noisy out there. And you get these people who are diehard fans. Diehard fans. If you are in a local town and you have a really, really strong fan base about a local team. 
then start talking about that local team and try to intertwine their stories with your never-ending story. Try to see if that would work. Try to incorporate the mascot or some gifts of, of the team doing celebrating something, if that's what you have, and try to incorporate that into your messaging if your audience is local, your business is local, and it has a, you know, if, if your audience is really, really into that or not. Find out what that is. There's so many different industries, so many different niches that your ideal customer is really, really into. How can you intertwine those storylines into your storylines, all right? And your, your never-ending story is, is the constant, constant, constant use of your product or service with your amazing customers that you love so much and what they're doing with it and how they're benefiting from it. That is, that is the never-ending story of your company. It's your, it should be the DNA of your brand. It should be what you are all about. It should be why you do what you do. And it should be giving you the fuel to go out there and do more of what you're doing. So talk about that. Find really interesting ways to tell these stories to your ideal client or your prospect. And tell it to other clients that you have as well. Because this is what people want to hear. People like winning. Our culture is obsessed with winning. Our culture is obsessed with people rising to the top. They love that. They love the, the oh man, I was here, then I was there. They love it. They love it. And they also like things that are relatable to them. And that's my case in point with trying to find out these affinity points with your ideal customer is what can they relate to? What are they already talking about? Water cooler topics and ideas, right? What are they talking about in the office right now, right? Game of Thrones is one of those amazing shows that just has caught fire and everybody is talking about it. Well, is there something that happened in the Game of Thrones, a plot twist that you know your, your audience is watching Game of Thrones that you can intertwine into your messaging? Right? I hope these ideas have, uh, have, have, have encouraged you to, to re-take a look at your content strategy and to sit down with a pen and paper and write down never-ending story themes, really, really big ideas and concepts, and then try to interweave them with the normal cultural stuff that happens on a day-to-day basis for you to really create a left-jab, right-hook combination that increases your overall list engagements, keeps you interesting, and keeps you relevant. I'm gonna ask you guys to do me a huge favor. If this podcast brought you any sort of value, make sure you rate and review the show on iTunes. It's how I'm going to share this podcast with the world, and it only takes two seconds. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my channel so you are notified of new episodes as they come out. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Secrets of Marketers. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you next week.